before sunset. I'd be afraid to be out here alone at night in this jungle paradise. Uh-oh. What was that?
into the heart of darkness. Even the natives wish us bon appetit, as they say.
for wilder game. Safari, safari, man is always on safari, he like love, but he no like to marry, cause man is always on safari, man hunt the 
pigeon and also quail. He hunt anything female. Every evening when lights are dim, a male instinct come over him. Man just want to get feet wet. Can't find blonde. Okay, take a brunette. All night long he promised love. The next day she victim of safari. He no like to marry Cause man is always on safari Woman, she cook for just one man She very big with the frying pan Male appetite not satisfied He like dish on the side Woman, she know when man tell lie She see the lipstick on his tie When he claim he work till dawn Woman know that he been on Is always on safari. We welcome you again to Burn Voile's Vanishing World of Vanishing Animals. Today, combing the plains of the African veldt in search of the elusive warthog. But among the repulsive animals of the world, a warthog has always held a particular fascination for sportsmen and other people alike. And so it was that our group set off by motor launch up the Zambezi River in quest of this curious specimen of nature. Slowly, we plied our way through the dense rainforest that the natives have long referred to in their native tongue. Across the former colony of Mozambique, we struggled upstream, one slow mile after another. Then, suddenly, my chief launch driver appeared on the poop deck, full of excitement. To utter the words, the whole crew had been waiting to hear. Simba! Simba Buana! What he was saying was true. We were indeed coming to that bend in the river that separates Mozambique from Zambia. But in a larger sense, it also separates the rainforests of the down country from the open grassland of the up country. In short, we were nearing the home of the warthog. Our caravan's assistant box lifter, Bernie, was the first to sight one of the elusive animals. And he rushed to me, full of excitement with the news. Warthog, Bona, warthog! The warthog has roamed the plains of the African belt for perhaps 20 million years. Not the same individual warthog <laughs> for that whole period of time, to be sure, but ugly beasts. Quite similar to the ones we know today were there, rolling in the mud long before man. Warthog, Bona, warthog! All right, all right, Granny, I saw him. To learn more about this interesting animal, we sought out the director of Rhodesia's Bumbawi Field Station, Nigel Wainscoat. Nigel has spent more than half his colorful life studying the ways of the vanishing warthog here in the belt, far away from civilization. 
and he spoke to us eagerly about his favorite subject. Well, I should say the ruddy warthog is thriving here in Bumbambui. We, You can see the specimens over there in the corral. They're each being marked to trace their migratory patterns. Mr. Wainscote uh, pointed off toward the field station's warthog corral, and we saw for the first time the animal marking program he had just told us about. The male warthogs were being injected with green vegetable oil on their muzzles, and the females with purple. Our host uh, happily explained the field station's reason for carrying out such a program. Many outsiders think it's a bit senseless to inject green vegetable oil into the muzzles of the male warthogs and purple into the muzzles of the females. But we've given the matter a good deal of thought. We have our reasons for doing it. During a later conversation... (laughs) ...with Mr. Wainscott... We explain the long-range project our camera crew had undertaken to photograph all the world's vanishing animals, birds and reptiles, in their natural state, while a few still remained. He expressed both surprise and amusement to hear of our undertaking. Oh, I say, that is a good one. Making this long journey to photograph the warthog in the belief that it's a vanishing species. My, I'm sure the chaps in the pest control division will get a real chuckle out of that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wainscott wanted to explain that the warthog population in the Bombawi district had grown from 800,000 at the time of the Igbo Revolution to almost 16 million today. <laughs> the thing is, we're in sharp contrast with what we'd been led to believe before we left home. And so we hopped back into the motor lines to begin our long journey back up the Zambezi. Mr. Wainscote saw us off at the boat landing with a final word of farewell. Goodbye. <laughs> Two days out of Mbawi, our crew was back into the rainforest. For the better part of a week, we pushed on. One slow mile after another. Then, suddenly, my chief launch driver appeared in the wheelhouse. He was full of excitement as he uttered the words we had all been waiting to hear. Simba! Simba Buana! (laughs) What he was saying was true. We were indeed cruising through the fashionable suburbs of Dar es Salaam. And soon we'd be back at the motel enjoying such luxuries as a hot shower with running water. Our long journey in quest of the vanishing warthog was over at last. (laughs) Incidentally, uh, you want to join us for Burn Boyle's next uh, visit when his loyal crew will take us up the frozen walls of Mount Everest in search of the bushy-haired goat. Everybody in bed? <coughs> well, here's Mr. Bear. Oh, And here's Mr. Wabbit. Oh, And here's Mr. Big Mouth Dog. Okay? Oh, my now we're going to sing you a little lullaby. That'll put you to sleep, it's probably okay? not a lullaby. Sweet little it's lullaby. coming back to 
Well, the jungle at night is a sight to see. You got the big ape and his old family jumping around from tree to tree, checking out the territory. They go booga, 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 booga. Big black leopard is lurking around. His ears are perked and he's checking the sound, scanning his eyes out through the trees. Maybe a little chimpanzee. Sitting in his nest, he's checking it out like all the rest. But he's got his eye upon the stars, wondering just how far is Mars. He goes, ooh, 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 The alligator wears a malicious grin as he eats for a sucker on a midnight swim. Then a thirsty monkey comes down for a drink and he snaps to wait for eternity. He goes, ah! <laughs> well, the big ape gives a booyah, and the leopard gets a ah! And the chicky chicky bird goes, ooh, ooh, the hyena goes, ah! Join right in, and they do the Congo Mambo, and you ought to hear that rock and stem. They go boom, 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 You ain't a doggone thing Said the monkey to the lion On a bright summer day Say man, there's a big bad cat Living down the way You know he talks about your folks In a heck of a way And he says a whole lot of things That I'm sort of afraid to say While the lion jumps salty All full of rage Like a Harlem cat That's left in his cage He meets the elephant Up under a great big tree And he says, now look here, big boy it's either you or me. They fought all night and they fought all day. Man, I really don't know how, but the lion, he got away. He came back to the jungle more dead than alive. And that's when the monkey started to signify. You call yourself the jungle king. You call yourself the jungle king. You call yourself the jungle king. I found out you ain't a doggone thing. You call yourself the jungle king. You call yourself 
the jungle king. You call yourself the jungle king. I found out you ain't a doggone thing. Well, he worked up his temper when he was jumping up and down, and his foot missed the limb, and his head hit the ground. Like a bolt of lightning and a streak of heat, the line was on the poor monkey with all four feet. The monkey looks up from the corner of his eyes, and he says, Now, Mr. Lion, I apologize. The monkey on his back, he's slick, he studies up a scheme. He's trying to trick the old jungle king. He said, now bear with me, Mr. Lion, like a good lion should. Please don't tear me up and throw me all over the woods. Well, the lion jumps up and he squares off to fight. Oh, but the monkey fooled him. He was completely out of sight. You call yourself the jungle king. You call yourself the jungle king. You call yourself the jungle king. I found out you ain't a doggone thing. Listen, you two, there's a certain rumor that can't be true. That man descended from our noble race. The very idea is a big disgrace. No monkey ever deserted his wife. Starve a baby and rent her life. To bunk. Pass them on from one to another till they scarcely knew who was their mother. Yeah, the monkey speaks his mind. And another thing you never see. A monkey build a fence around a coconut tree. And let other coconuts go to waste. Forbidding all the other monkeys to come and taste. What if I put a fence around this tree? Starvation would force you to steal from me. Come 
fuck you won't do. Go out at night and get on a stoop. Use a gun, a club all night. To take another monkey's life. Yeah, man descended the worthless bump. But brothers from us, he did not come. The monkey speaks his mind.
My name is Mo Gambo. The jungle is my castle. The animals are my friends. Look out, Mo! <laughs> you never know who your friends are. What lies ahead in the jungle from Mo Gambo? Maybe Umgawa knows. Buwana, 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 umgawa, buwana, buwana, umgawa, buwana. There you are. Here's a banana. Lucky I knew the language. The only interpreter around was some smart ape who used to entertain the natives with his funny songs. He used to travel around on two burrows, and the natives called him Ape Burrows. Well, it was Ape who told me about King Arthur's mines in Watusi country, where the men grow tallest trees and the women prune them once a month. They say he who finds these mines will be rewarded with a great surprise. What could that surprise be? Urukukomo, Urubukomo, Ukurubukomo. Two tickets to the Perry Como show. On through the dark and charted jungle we pushed. The first day, seven of us were felled by the dreaded Tsitsi Mantis. The second day, the Kwame tribe took their toll of 18 men with poison darts. The third day, we were set upon by a pack of juvenile jaguars in blue jeans, and 17 more of our own men met death. The fourth day, another 30 men were devoured by a band of treacherous crocodiles. Ukurubuana, elekunubuana. From the tone of Umgawa's voice, I knew that trouble lay ahead. Finally, we reach pygmy country where the men are as tiny as carnations. Umgawa, I think there's a man in your buttonhole. He really didn't have a man in his buttonhole. As a matter of fact, he didn't even have a buttonhole. But I was trying to lighten the tension with sort of a joke. Speak with him, Umgawa. He wanted the ginger ale. The pygmy spoke. All we have is egg cream. Umgawa talked with the pygmy in his own language, Pygmalion. What's he say, Umgawa? Yes, we have no buwanas. For 50 more days, we punched with the treacherous brush and finally we reached the entrance to King Arthur's hidden mines. What could be inside them? Who would be the first to delve into its secret portals? But more important, how to open the magnificent mine door of gold, silver, rubies, diamonds, and emeralds. On second thought, who needed to go inside? But, ah, yes, this was only the appetizer. What was inside after all these years? The door was to be opened, but how? There must be some secret, some combination. If only we had the key. Suddenly, Uruku stepped forward. He was the Arthur Murray of Zululand. He did sort of a Tanganyika mambo. Did it. I knew it! The mine door was beginning to open. After all these thousands of years, King Arthur's great hidden mines would bear their fabulous secret. What was in there? What could be inside, kept from civilization, sealed away from the entire universe since the year 600? Wait a minute! Great Scott, it couldn't! It couldn't be! It couldn't! How are you? How are you? How are you? Welcome to King Arthur's Talent Quest. Now for our next talent quester, Mr. Harry Uruku. What do you do, Harry? I'm a witch doctor. And who did you bring with you? A man we fried last night. Shut the cave door and back to pygmy country.
back in the States. Good afternoon, good evening, my friends, and welcome to your BitSlap. I'm KBC, and I will be your stumbling host throughout the evening. We've had a week of complete chaos here. Well, not a week, just the last couple of days, as we had to empty out the kitchen and surrounding rooms to make room for the invasion of the painters, which uh, started yesterday, took today off. So uh, I'm living in a jungle of my own chairs and books and stools and things. Anyway, so uh, that's what we're doing. We're doing the jungle this week because sometimes art imitates life. Am I right? 
So, uh, let's see, where did we start? We started with something from Napoleon the Fourteenth. That was uh, the late Napoleon the Fourteenth, by the way. He died last year. That was the Explorer. Uh, he said somewhere that that was his favorite recording, and it's one of my favorites, too. Uh, just because of the sound textures and stuff, and just the craziness of it all. You know, you know Napoleon the Fourteenth. what can I tell you? Welcome to the Jungle was Big Daddy, incorporating two tunes you're very much familiar with. Uh, we heard from the Roto-Rooter Good Time Christmas Band, that was the Jungle Boogie, Jungle Land Rock, was Benny Hess. Uh, the Lemon Pipers, yes, uh, and that was the Jelly Jungle of Orange Marmalade, uh, from either their first or second album, not sure which matters, but I think that's it for them, anyway, only one or two, I don't know. Um, let's see, Alfie and Harry after that, that was called Safari, uh, that's David Seville and Mark McIntyre from 1957, one of those, uh, uh, David Seville flip sides. I guess. Uh, the Vanishing World of Vanishing Animals, according to Vern Boyle. That was, of course, Bob and Ray. Uh, we heard from Dennis Quaid from a, uh, from a movie from a movie called Tough Enough. Uh, can't remember what it was about, but uh, it was kind of cute. And this, this guy, I pulled this off of it. Uh, the Jungle. That's simply that. And Dennis Quaid wrote it and, and performed it himself. Okay. Uh, Cab Calloway after that, The Jungle King. Uh, Dr. John himself, the monk ass, speaks his mind. You gotta say it like Dr. John, it's just the only way. Monk ass speaks his mind. Avon and the Amazon from the Therapy Sisters, Eddie Lawrence, King Arthur's Minds, and the New York Dolls, an alternate version of Stranded in the Jungle. Okay, that brings us up to where we are now. Most of these, uh, Jungle songs are written back in the 50s when it was still really exotic uh, rather than, you know, just heat, hot, and dry, and blech. So uh, here's a bunch of 50s stuff for you from the jungle.
Hot sun burning on the jungle leaves The jungle speaks A monkey swinging from tree to tree The jungle speaks The hyenas laughing at the crazy monk Nothing on me Running on, here I am again The 
this cat behind me Sure ain't my friend I think I'd better pull over to the side of the road uh, When he gets close, I'll play like a mold You got my other friend There goes a great big crocodile With a great big juicy Later for the talk about uh, being bold I see this crocodile ain't for being told I think I'd better climb this here palm tree And then it won't be able to uh, capture me You got mother friend He's a swinging through the trees and flying through the air. Oh, 
cute little girl And said, oh, Tarzan's heart of world Tarzan said, gal, what's your name? Of me, Tarzan Me, Jane Taking a walk And the native drums were making talk A man-eating lion was on the prowl And he said, I'll just eat that yellow Now Tarzan was around and reading the sign And he came in a-swinging on a fire Said Simba Shame on you Oh Tarzan went swimming in the river with Jane It was cloudy in the west and it started to rain Tarzan said, Jane, now don't you fret Swim underwater and you won't get wet
talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. The twisting in the jungles and they're having a ball. The jungle twist is the best of all. Do the twist, jungle twist. Everybody's talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. The monkeys do the twist from sun to sun. Twisting over there is never done. Do the twist, jungle twist. Twisting in the morning, twisting late at night. I wonder to myself, am I twisting right? Everybody's talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about the twist, yeah, yeah. Twisting in the jungles and they're having a ball. Jungle twist is the best of all. To the twist, jungle twist.
and my buddy walking in the jungle. All of a sudden we heard a great rumble, said rock, said rock, said rock, 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 rock in the coconut sound.
Can't you hear that rhythm ring? An ostrich had his head in the ground until he heard that rocking sound. He started to sing with a go man go, then he woke up with a buffalo. A zebra called to a slick kudu, said, This is the beat for me and you. None of the animals had a clock, but everybody knew it was time to rock. Across the plains and the high on a hill, nothing in the jungle could keep still. The native boy was a going strong, and they rocked the Congo all night long. Rocking in the Congo, rocking in the Congo. Now listen to the lingo, better start to swing. So rocking in the Congo, rocking in the Congo, baby, all night long. You can watch them bop them their tom toms, that's all right to do. But don't ever ask what's cooking, or the first thing you know it's you. <coughs> the natives all are having a ball with jungle and galumpy, jungle and galumpy. It's the new do better than voodoo, jungle and galumpy, jungle and galumpy. They got the beat of the population, and they dig that crazy civilization. And all the jungles living it up with jungle and galumpy, jungle and galumpy, jungle and galumpy.
When I was bugging the army from a big crawl I showed him right there how to do the rock and roll He started singing in the jungle Singing in the jungle They had a word, word, beat I heard the patter of the feet They started singing in the jungle Dingo, dongo, dingo, day, 
horses coming on his elephant sleigh. Dingo, dongo, dingo, day, dingo, dongo, day. You got a raccoon coat for a teddy bear to wear, a sweater for a camel made of camel hair, girdle for the hippo and that's no bunk, and it carries them all in the elephant's trunk. Dingo, dongo, dingo, day, dingo, dongo, day. You got a dozen pair of shoes for a caterpillar's feet, an ice cream mom for the polar bear to eat, for the little Billy Gold assorted junk, and it carries them all in the elephant's trunk. Dingo, dongo, dingo, day,
靠手保护，牵你个逼保护。保个保个保个保个。老毛毛，靠手保护。All I can tell you, we、uh, we have commitments back here in Maine and wherever else you are, and、uh, we'll we'll come back. We shall come back someday. I promise.、Uh, let's see. We started with an instrumental of sorts. That was Flash Rubino and his Spunkies. Yes, called Jamaican Jungle. The Jungle Speaks was J Epe E P A E.、Uh, don't know much about him. The Juicy Crocodile was the Cellos. Yes, the Cellos. The Wild Boy. Was Rocky Holman along with Mort Wise and the Wisemen? That song was written by Eden Abeds. Very unusual for him, because、uh, you know he's like asleep all the time. I don't know.、Um, where was I? Tarzan and Jane from Jack and Jim. Twisted in the Jungle was Buddy Bo from 1962. Cam- Camel and Sylvia, C A M I L. That's it. Camel or Camille and Sylvia. That was the Jungle Twist. Couple of rocking in the jungles from the Eternals from '59, and then the Oddballs rocking in the Coconut Top was Ivory Lee Semien and the Hop Wilson Band、um, from way back.、Uh, rocking in the Congo from、uh, Hank Thompson and probably his Brazos Valley Boys. Jungle Uncle Bombay was Pony Cheryl. Keep track of that name, folks.、Uh, you're 40 years too late. Uh, singing in the jungle was Hank Mazel and the Crawlers. Melvin, the Jungle Creep. Blah, blah, blah.、Uh, let's see what else we heard. Jungle Bells with Les Paul and Mary Ford. The Jayhawks.、Uh, that was stranded in the jungle. The original version. Never mind the New York Dolls. This was the original from 1956. And the Valiants. I,、uh, I, I don't want to leave the Congo. I, I missed something there. All right. Yeah. Don't want to leave the Congo. Okay. Well, too bad. You got to go somewhere. Everybody's got to go home. So、uh, all vacations end,、uh, but we have a few more jungle tunes to usher you out of the jungle and into the、uh, concrete jungle. 
So uh, I'll see you next week, hopefully on time, and uh, I'll let you know how my kitchen looks. Uh, We're jettisoning stuff. Good idea. Anyway, all right, so have a good one, and we'll see you later. of Tokyo presents Weird Kingdom. And now your host, Merlin Marlin. Thank you, Ralph, and welcome to Weird Kingdom. <laughs> Tonight's adventure takes us to the rainforest of the Madrigal Mountains in romantic equatorial Africa. Kind of our home away from home. A great place to visit, but a terrible place to tease the pygmies. <laughs> As our show opens, you'll see Ralph on screen in a tree with a snake. As he's a 30-foot Anza Valley python. And he looks like he's just eaten Ralph. Right, Merlin. A goat. A fox, a squirrel, and his mother. <laughs> well, well, he shouldn't be hungry again for a while. You know, friends, just as Ralph's beautiful pet python feels secure in the knowledge that food is plentiful... <laughs> 
So will your loved ones feel secure with ample protection from Mutual of Tokyo. Amen. And now, off to Boogalusa country. Right. As you see on screens, Ralph is hip deep in the murky waters of the Ramalama Ding Dong tributary. I'm trying to tip over an old log to make a dugout canoe. God soaks. It's not a log. Why, for heaven's sakes, it's a 30-foot alligator. Wow-wee, that was close. Oh, Jiminy, any closer and even Mutual of Tokyo couldn't have saved me. And now, Ralph notices that the poor alligator has an abscessed tooth. The thing for me to do now is to put the crock under with a chop from my sledgehammer. Right between the eyes. The nine-pound sledge has done its job. Now the gator is under control. But you better hurry, Ralph. Boy, his breath stinks. Probably from eating too many flamingos. Oh, there it is. That's great, and not a bit too soon. Ah, rats. Great, big, dirty, miserable rats. Uh Uh-oh, something tells me you pulled the wrong tooth. No, I just discovered that's what he's been eating. Big, dirty rats. Watch it, Ralph. He's coming to again. (laughs) One more conk should do it. Bullseye! That should keep him under long enough to do a whole root canal job. I'll put this gold tooth in so he won't look funny when he smiles. And while Ralph is putting the gold tooth in... I'm jotting a note to the Budiakisaki Fishing Game Commission asking them to fluoridate the waters of the Ramalama Ding Dong. You know, a lot of weird things happen in the weird kingdom. That's why Mutual of Tokyo reminds you to be prepared for weird things. Like the time your tranquilizer gun backfired. Boy, the load was set for wildebeest. (laughs) I hit the ground like Fats Domino falling through a skylight. That's right. And to make matters worse, word got out among the Boogaloosa tribesmen that Ralph was shooting up. When the natives saw my eyes roll back, they all mumbled, Mmm, dynamite stuff. (laughs) The chief of the tribe offered to trade two water buffaloes, three wives, and his sacred divining rod for, as he put it, one hit from the dream stick. (laughs) And speaking of the Boogaloos, here they are now. The ones turning cartwheels are the children. And the ones with the long ears are the ladies. Right. The Boogaloosa ladies have a quaint custom of hanging flat iron from their ears. That's to elongate their lobes. Because to the Boogalusa, long is lovely. Yes, you'll notice the clever way they tie their ears into sheep shank knots. Yes, one knot means they're single. Two knots means they're married. And of course, three knots means they've used too many flat irons. And now here I am, hanging out of a helicopter. Yes, and we're chasing a herd of zebras. Uh Uh-oh, we've chased them too far. Right off the cliff. And to make matters worse, they're falling into the quicksand below. This calls for quick action. There goes Ralph down the rope ladder to save the zebras. This is ticklish to say the least. Be careful, Ralph. Oops. You dropped the baby zebra. (laughs) And he's falling into the raging rapids of the Ramalama Ding Dong. But look, he's being gently helped ashore by a smiling alligator with a big gold tooth. (laughs) 
Merlin, you're really weird. Thank you, Ralph, and so are you. And good night from the Weird Kingdom. <laughs> Each morning, a missionary advertised with neon signs. He tell the native population that civilization is fine. And three educated savages holler from a bamboo tree. That civilization is the thing for me to see. But bongo, 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 I don't want to leave the Congo. Ho, ho, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Bingle, bangle, bungle, I'm so happy in the jungle, I refuse to go. Don't want no jailhouse shotgun, fish hooks, golf clubs. I got my spear. So no matter how they coax me, I'll stay right here. Bongo, 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 he don't want to leave the Congo. I look. Through a magazine that missionaries wife can see. I see how people who are civilized bang you with automobiles. At the movies that they got to pay many coconuts to see. Uncivilized pictures at the newsreel takes of me. So bongo, 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 he don't wanna leave the Congo. No, 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 no. Bingle, bangle, bungle, I'm so happy in the jungle, I refuse to go. Don't want no Bob Hope gags about my nags that end in the rear. So no matter how they coax me, I'll stay right here. They hurry like savages to get aboard an iron train. And though it's smoky and it's crowded, they're too civilized to complain. When they got two weeks vacation, they hurry to vacation ground. They swim and they fish, but that's what I do all year round. Bongo, 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 he don't want to leave the Congo. Oh, no, 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 no. He's so happy in the jungle I refuse to go Don't want no fancy spats or no tuxedo Solid comfort, that's his credo No Sinatra, Solatido, clogging my ears So no matter how we go, sir I'll stay right here I don't want to leave the Congo Bingo, bingo, bango, bongo I refuse to leave the jungle Civilization, civilization, civilization I'll stay right here